And we're rolling. Hey, guess what? It's us. It's the Comedy Couch with Dennis Hensley and Tony Tripoli. Welcome. Here's our theme song. Yeah, and a little backup singing. That's very nice. I like that. With the eye, it's Diet Coke in the eyes. That's yeah. their, like Tony Orlando and Don. Um, here we are, and I have a question for you right out of the gate. Out of the gate. Who's Zoe Saldana's favorite gay stand-up comic? Wow, I think I know the answer to that. It's Tony Tripoli. Actually, it's Tony Tripoli. Break it down. So, um, all right. So today is Saturday the twelfth, and tomorrow night, twenty-four hours from now, I will be getting on the plane. To go to Sacramento to open for the great Joan Rivers. That's right. Uh, and then at 7.30, because that's, you know, we're old. We do our show at 7.30. Um, at 7.30, the show begins, and I do a 25-minute set. Now, it has to be very clean. There can't be any curse words. I literally had to get permission to say the word vagina. Oh, really? And in a non-sexual way. When I say um, Angelina Jolie. Jolie is not starter vagina, you got to work up to that. But that's a sexual way. But it's, but it's, it's not, not like big, wet, hairy yeah, vagina. Yeah, yeah. It's not like I'm doing pussy jokes. It's more about Angelina Jolie than yeah. it is about her vagina, really. But um, Right. But yeah, it's like... A, it's a funny way of saying she's very sexually sophisticated. And, sure. Yeah. And so... Um, but anyway, so... Uh, Last night and tonight, I'm doing the show at Casita del Campo with Debbie Praver, who's very, very funny, uh, female comic like myself. And last night in the bar before the show, um, because I'm not the kind of professional that like prepares or sits you, backstage. You don't have a prayer circle? Get, no, there's no. I fucking show up wearing whatever I wore all day and hang out with the people before the show and then when they introduce me I walk up stage and I do my bit you know what I mean right. like my little sketch as people call it no affirmations no no but I love how people are like do you have your sketch ready for Joan do you have your sketch do you have your skit do you know what you're gonna do for Joan people do always uh, when I was in a okay. sketch comedy group they used to always say sketch and, or skit and it I, it felt demeaning it's not a skit it's a sketch well, same goddamn difference. I'm know, not doing either. You're not doing either, so I get that. But um, skit was yeah. Skit was not good. Skit was something you did at amateurish. Camp. Yeah, and sketch was actually I'm trained. Yeah. Um, and so anyhow, so before the show, before your uh, skit at the bar, before my skit, I'm at the bar saying hi to the girls from the that work on the fashion police, and and everyone's there. It's really nice. Um, and look who's sitting at the bar having a drink. Zoe Saldana. Uhura Star of a- a- from Star Trek. And Avatar. Blue goddess in Avatar. Yeah. Um, and so they go, oh, she's here. Do you think she's coming to your show? And I'm like, no. So I go, well, one way to find out. And I sometimes I am proud of myself. I fucking trotted right up to her and said, hi. And she looks at me and she goes, hi. Like she was very sort of open. Yeah. And I said, um, you're coming to my show, right? And she goes, what? I. I don't know who are. And I go, I'm the hilarious gay comic. And trust me, honey, you don't want to miss this. And I point to myself up and down and she laughs and she goes, Oh, and she looks over her shoulder at the very fancy dry erase board that we use as the marquee. That's right. At the fucking show place. And she goes, Oh, are you Tony Tripoli? And I go, it's Tripoli. And I would prefer that you say it correctly. And she laughed and she goes, actually, my boyfriend is over there right now seeing if we can get tickets. And I go, um, I can get you tickets. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you could get tickets. And she goes, Did you That's comp so her? funny. Nope. That's and I'm no shit. I'm no idiot. And she um she's got that fucking avatar money. That's right. I want her to play pay me in blue dollar bills. That's right. Um and so she goes, 
yeah, um, I recognize your name. I've seen you on TV um, doing stand-up. And I go, no, you're thinking of Sam Tripoli, who is a successful stand-up comedian. And I've never heard of Sam Tripoli. He's very straight and very homophobic and very wow. not someone that would be on our radar. But I've seen his name in the comedy world, and people are always like, are you guys related? Because you couldn't be more opposite. And I've never met him or watched his clips, but I have been told backstage at comedy shows a number of times because I've said, oh, I'd love to do a show with Sam Tripoli. That's kind of hilarious. And they're like, no, you wouldn't like to do a show with Sam Tripoli. You wouldn't have fun. Wow. He wouldn't like you. And so I said all this to Zoe Saldana, and she laughed. And she goes, well, yeah, we're coming to the show. So she and the boyfriend then have dinner, and God damn it, they fucking come down stairs right to the at the last second because we were looking around, going, "Oh, yeah. she's not gonna, she's gonna pull that famous thing and not really follow through." And but they walked in, and there the they boyfriend were. is so handsome, and she was so nice, and has the be- most beautiful little a cup titties, and they're the kind that do the little ski slope, they like upward, right. and she had like a little white t shirt on and no bra and like a nice leather jacket, and her hair was all ironed and beautiful. And here's the thing. I've made fun of her. You talked about I've her been crossroads. Very, very hard on her because on the crossroads uh, behind the scenes footage, she was really surly and unpleasant and kind of holier than thou. And but then again, it was the Britney Spears movie. That's true. So she was holier. If you're than playing that. sick and fiddle in a Britney Spears movie, <laughs> I mean, you know that would. And Tara Manning is off crafting. Oh, it's so a lonely anyhow, place so to be. After the show, she came up to me and she grabbed me and she goes, "I love you so much. Oh my god, I think you're so hilarious. I'm so glad that we." came and i just love you and i was like oh okay thanks um and i boom i had my card ready my fashion police card right on and i give her the card and i go well please get in touch with me because joan loves you by the way joan couldn't pick her out of a lineup joan loves you <laughs> and would love to have you on fashion police and she goes oh my god that would be so much fun i go i promise it'll be the funnest day like you'll love it so wouldn't it be great if we get her on the fashion police that would be police? a huge coup we oh, do love, love our uh, ladies of color as guests. Yes, people. we only have black guests. And so we that's... had Sierra and mm-hmm. uh, Carrie Hilson. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. So I think it's time for a little Zoe Saldana. We're just working down the alphabet. I love that. That's neat. Also, I just love that she would. I go love to that Casita she was there in the first place. Yeah. yeah. To have dinner, didn't even know there was a show. Yeah. Because it's not a it's not a place that's like a CNBC kind of place. It's like a neighborhoody, been there forever. Yeah. I'm surprised. I want to know. Who I mean, it seemed like the boyfriend must live in that area. Could be. And, you know, craved Mexican food. I can't imagine she was like, I'm craving fried chips. Anything. I really wanted to go over and see what was on her plate when she was eating because she had a plate of food. That's right. Good. The waiter brought a plate of food to her. Fantastic. So how about you? Well, Speaking no, but now you're doing your mouth. Um, yeah, not so much. I do have a date tonight with a guy named Mark who I met last Saturday. I hosted a uh, gay film festival at USC. Yeah, what was that like? It was really fun. It was um, put on by the Gay Alumni Association, and it was a bit of a fundraiser for a scholarship that's named after some guy that was part of the Front Runners jogging thing. And Mm -hmm. they basically showed eight or nine short films by USC students, current or past, and... One of the guys that does it, it comes to the variety pack a lot and knows me and thought I would be a good MC for this. And um, so I just kind of came out in between the movies and kind of uh, ushered things along. And Randall Kleiser was one of the judges, and that was cool. Oh, wow. You've met him before, right? I have met him before. He's very nice. He's really great to me. And um, it was fun. I, I love watching the short films, and I came out and had a little – they had to change in between, so I'd have a little chit-chat with the um, 
directors uh, in between. And I felt like I did a good job of moving things along and keeping it light and fun and letting them have their moment. And um, there was a guy there that works at USC somehow named Mark. And I met him and he had he was super flirty with the eyes like it, it was on good like it was, i know and i hadn't because when you don't see that in a while you forget what it is and you present you you no dennis you, you don't it's like a bike well it's no like what it is. no no no, no but what it, what you, you jump do right is back on you project it on people where it isn't and then you see it and you go oh that's what i need to be looking for but <laughs> you know what i'm saying like another guy yes. that other people just probably had something in their eye no, that was just pizza yeah no, no yeah no. uh so um you know cards were exchanged and all of that but the weird thing was he was there with, you know, when I met him, there were other people around and one of them was another guy named Bernard or something. And when I left, I followed them by about 20 paces to the parking garage and they were super canoodly and handholdy and whatever. But he was flirting with me in front of him. So I got to figure that out tonight. I have to be like, it what could was have that been about? a dear friend that was in town visiting for the it weekend or romantic, something. But we'll see. We'll find it out. It could be a guy that he fuck buddies with yeah. that lives out of town that was, yeah. you know. I don't know. The point is, Dennis, you don't care. Honey Badger, don't, don't give a shit. care. I, but I am, I am 95% sure this is a real date. <laughs> so that's pretty good for me. God. Yeah. Well, the only thing that throws it into question is the canoodling with the other dude. Uh, yeah. All right. There you go. Maybe I'll have a three-way. Maybe. If you have a three-way before me, I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to just own that. I'm going to say it out loud. <laughs> if you do a fucking threesome before I do, that's going to be a problem here at the house. <laughs> You've never done that? Not a good one. <laughs> and I really want to. I'm, I'm going to say something now that's going to... Oh, tell me. Go ahead. Lay it out. God damn it. I Dennis. have done that once. <sighs> And it was fine. I liked it. Tell the story. I can't. It of was. Of course you can. It was. Uh, when was it? Two thousand and one, something like that. Okay. You know, right after nine eleven. I we were all freaking out. For Everybody, 9/11. we were. Nobody just, it knew was any port in a storm. It was, <laughs> you were just looking for a hand to hold, and instead you wound up with two people's penises. Or the terrorists would have won. That's right. Yeah. I don't really, I'm not really feeling this, but you know what? If we don't proceed. Look, if I don't have one of you in my ass and one of you in my mouth, I then think... why did all those people die in New York City? For they died nothing. for our spit firing. Um, Is that a word? Spit firing. Spit yeah. roast. Oh, yeah. Spit roast. Um, so were they a couple? Surreal. Yes, they were. And, and uh, are and you still in contact with them? I do see them sometimes. And how, what, who initiated it? They did. So do you think, is this something that they do a lot? Yes. And, and, uh, and it didn't happen again, but it was only because it was like, I'm, you know, I was, it's not really what I was looking for, but it was perfectly nice. Uh, it was a little surreal. Like, cause I, you know, the, the, the people, there's two people there. You know. Well, that's what makes it a three-way, Dennis. <laughs> I mean, you're not—it's not you're not dropping any surprises with that one. I do remember. You guys thinking... wouldn't believe this when I did a three-way. <laughs> there were two other people that were there. I do remember Have you ever heard thinking. Of that? I do remember thinking and saying funny things. If I—that's not the time to be funny. <laughs> no, but it Just was. Now you have an audience. But you would do it too because there's something. Yeah. There was one point where I was like, "What are you two doing?" <laughs> <laughs> 
Where it looked like they might have been doing something more, and but they weren't. It looked like they were doing a sex act? Yes. I was like, are you in? No. And he's like, no. I was like, oh, because it looked. Uh, never mind. Never mind. Forget. I didn't Just say. pretend I'm not here. <laughs> I'm sorry. As you were. Um, That's fascinating. And yeah. so I'm bitter with envy. But I also am going to pursue this. Was it you were just hanging out and then one thing led to another? Or was it I like, had, hey, sometime we should do this? No, I had been knew... invited over to like watch TV or watch right. a movie or whatever to their place. And then someone says, let's jump in the hot tub. No. And, and, then, and, then, and then at one point, suddenly somebody... someone's foot accidentally touches you. And then. No, somebody like kind of put their arm around me and I could. I'm like, oh, I was like, OK, where is this going? And the, I think one of them was like, where do you want it to go? And I was like, I don't know. I was, it, But they they knew how to put the moves. Like, this was a well-oiled machine. Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Which, no, by the way. You know what? I should take that back. It was a well-water-based machine. Okay, good. Um, I, was thinking, I was thinking of that as a, uh, no joke. I was thinking of that as a title for my show. Well, uh, Tony well, Tripoli. Well-oiled. well-oiled machine. I think that's funny. You should. I like um, the the new one that you came up with. Yeah, this uh, summer show is called Tony Tripoli, Dirty, Sexy, Funny. Love it. Um, but yeah, I think well-oiled machine is a good. It's another is one. another one for the books. So, and then now you're just friends. Yes. And it never. No. It, it's it like really as if it up. never happened. It's not. Yeah, it's like it never happened. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's not like. No, it was like. And this is a couple, and this is where they live. Mm-hmm. So it's like in their place. Yes. Oh, God. Yes. Well, but it wasn't super hot and heavy. It wasn't like all kinds of crazy contortions and stuff. It was. Well, what do you was, mean? Well, there was no. Um, Three people jacked off? Ish, yeah. There was a little of. Uh, Nobody got fucked? Yeah. Yes, Your Honor. You, you, nobody that didn't happen. Yes, no one got fucked. Yes, you can no say the word fucked. fucked, Dennis. You can say the word I, you fucked. You know what it is? I don't want to mess you up for the Joan Rivers. Uh, oh, I yeah. know you're trying not to use those words. No, I'm not. Yeah. Just well, just for that 25 minutes. I know, Believe but me, the other 23 <laughs> hours and 35 minutes of the day are cock fuck pussy. Do you love it when Joan blows your, a that, line? When Joan blows yeah. a line at the fashion place and she goes, she goes, fuck, cock, piss. Shit, fuck, cock. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's it. really funny. It's really terrific. The audience loves it. Yeah, it's um, good. So, yes, uh, there was no, there was God. no. Um, and I, I know who they are. Good. Well, yeah. all right. So, yeah. wow. I know, right? Well, I say that's great. You know what? At a time, it came at a time that was really dry, <laughs> so to speak, and I needed and it made me feel And you desired. needed to be well-oiled. I needed to feel sexy for 15 fucking seconds. No, I'm well, kidding. longer than 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah. And um yeah. So there's that. Well, that But, but you you said you had one but not a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I had um I did a three-way with a couple once and okay twice uh two different <laughs> couples but neither of them it was wasn't good either time two different couples one time each um and it just it was weird because it was like it has to be three people that all think everyone else there is hot right and i kind of felt like both times with the couples there was one guy that i was attracted to and one guy that i didn't really want to be right there with and but then it's weird and it's so weird to be thinking of fairness like that's where my head was the whole time was like well well i need to 
okay, I need to spend as many seconds on this guy's dick as I did on this guy. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I need to, well, if I put the, okay, now if I'm kissing him, but then I, and that's, right, you know, that's, that's not the fun. It's supposed right. to just be a reckless, carefree, free-for-all. It should be a well-oiled machine. <laughs> it should be. By the way, uh, but I that's the title I was of this. I, the well-oiled machine. <laughs> yeah, Tony and Dennis and their well-oiled machine. Um, I will say I was attracted to both of them. So, well, um, you know what? Good for you, Dennis. So there's that. Oh, anyway, God. so but that we went off on a tangent. I don't even know where we were. A fuck tangent. <laughs> I love that. Um, we're so, so God, our lives are so fascinating and fun. And no, okay, so. Okay, last week mm. I talked about going on OkCupid, and uh, I've ha- since met two of the people from OkCupid. Yes. Now you knew ahead of time one, one was of unavailable. Them, yes. But and I expected him to cancel our dinner, but he did not. Right. But you should have. No, I'm so glad <laughs> I went. Okay. I like this guy. I think oh, he's good, another funny. friend. Yes, good, no. another friend. No, you think you can't have too many friends, or I think that you think you can. I don't want friends from Cupid. Yeah, well, that was what was being offered. Because now I it's really like, okay, Cupid, him. we need to talk. Yeah, um, I just really liked him. I clicked with him. He was funny, fun to talk to, and when he talked about this other guy, he was falling like now, so it was would you be sexually story. attracted to this guy or yes. do you feel like no it wouldn't have been a romance it was yes i would have right. yeah for sure and the weird thing was um we had a great conversation and laughed a lot he's quick and funny and gets it and uh but he was yeah but he's getting it from another guy well and and the night before they had had what he calls full sex okay and he was just drunk from it and he was like you what, know was he sitting on a donut <laughs> I don't know what that means, but you know, uh, like one of those hemorrhoid donuts that yeah. people have to carry around. I don't even think they do it anymore. And that either. that means that he was drunk from that he just got fucked so hard, oh, Dennis, right. that he can't sit on a hard I chair. See. Yeah, no, no, no. Jesus, I got it. do I have to draw I pictures now? So, <laughs> you know, the story that he was dating somebody else and was yeah head over heels is true. And uh, but the guy's much younger, so he's waiting to see. You know, he's kind of like trying not to stalk him too much, and you know. Uh, but I think they he's coming to Fashion Police on Tuesday night. Jesus, Dennis. And I think he's bringing a single cute friend. So, you know what? I'm really glad I went. And the other thing is, I'm going to do a little of Gay Ski Week. Great. I'm going. When is that? Uh, this coming week. So after uh, the next weekend, I'll go there. Great. Um, but the weird thing was, I reserved this room, and I don't know anyone that's going, and... Um, he, I threw it out to him, and he almost thought about coming if he could have gotten away. Could you imagine? I, met I would have been so fucking against that. I, oh, Dennis. That would have made me so mad. I would have gone into a Girl Scout cookie tizzy. Oh, it would have sent you to eat? Yes. That's crazy. I would have been at least two sleeves. But two sleeves of Thin Mints. I just thought, I just like him. So yeah, we'll but see. okay. Yeah, you know. Like him, you know, in a big group of friends and not in a hotel room in Gay Ski Week. No. Well, it would have split. It would have saved me some money. And I don't. Me you know what? I'll, I'll pay the other half. <laughs> All right. Jesus. No, but I didn't think it was going to go there. But that I even entertained it just says that I kind of like this guy. Well, I'm glad that you have a new friend. But I, I know. I like him, too. I need to talk to Cupid. All right. <laughs> but I will say this. He's like a little younger than me. Uh, and has been in AA. Mm-hmm. I think it's really hard to find somebody 
my age that hasn't been through some big thing like that. Yeah. Really hard. Yeah. And not that it's bad or good, but it, I I don't have a relationship with alcohol. I don't have a right. one. So it's one thing to be like, let's talk about how much we used to love to drink or do drugs. Or right. let's drink and do drugs. But when you don't even have a thing, and I'm just like, well, I've just never been into it. That's like the right. end of the conversation. You can't tell those It's like French. Stuff. You know a couple words. Yeah. But, but you can't really speak it. You're never going to form a sentence. Whether you do it or used to do it, it's it's a thing that people – it's a way that people connect. And I think not doing it – I sometimes wonder if I had done it, if I had been less lonely in my life at times. Not that I would change anything, but I think it's a way that Wait, people connect. you think that you were lonely? At times, yeah, for sure. But Romantically. That, that would be a reason that you would drink. Yeah, to if drink away had, the loneliness. Yeah, that's what. But I was it. never. I just never was into drinking. I right. just never cared about it. I never felt it was right for me. That's great. That's yeah. lucky. But anyway, I just the idea of like meeting somebody that just never, or or even socially drinks and manages it fine. It's not, they're not that many. Like my other, the other OK Cupid guy I met, I think he got went through some crazy thing where I had to get out of West Hollywood, like one of those Hellmouth stories. Jesus, you know, like yeah. Um, like he was asked to leave. <laughs> Hamburger Mary called him one day and said, girl. Girl. Yeah, you're a mess. So anyway, no, I just think that most, a lot of uh, our peers have yeah. had those things. I um, got fine. a Facebook message from a girl that I went to high school with that I hadn't seen in 22 years. Right on. Saying she was in town. Could we get together this week? And I said, well, do you like fashion police? Do you want to come to a taping? And she's a chiropractor and she was here working with a gay chiropractor. Um, cause she still lives in Arizona and he's a huge fashion police fan and Joan Rivers, of course. And so they were like, yes, we'll come to the taping Thursday morning. So they came Thursday morning. We went to lunch after, and she had a couple years ago, ovarian, cervical and uterine cancer. Oh my God. Literally went for like a checkup. Nothing was wrong. And the doctor goes, Hmm, these tests are and did some of these numbers are odd. Let me run some more tests. She feels fine. And he calls her and goes, you need to come in this weekend and we have to take all of your innards out. Like we have to take them all out. Um, and she was like, sorry, I leave Friday for a cruise. So we'll have to deal with it when I come back, which I am like, that's the right answer. You don't, you know what I mean? And, um, but she was like, you know, you've made it. It was kind of movies and more. She was like, you've made it. You're the one person from our high school. You're doing what you said you were going to do. Like, I came to California, I went to your taping, and there's you, you know what I mean? Like, you're writing on this fun show that I've watched on TV, and there's Joan Rivers, and you're like, you're living the life. And then I said to her, well, you beat three kinds of cancer. And she was like, yeah, but I never really think of it. And it's like, right. And I don't think about how cool it is that, you know, this life. And so I think it was sort of like that moment for like, we need to be proud of some things. That's great. Like I think, and you do this too. I think everyone does. We get so caught up in the, oh, I just, if I could just accomplish this or I'm still working towards this or if I, you know, which is good. It's good to be driven and whatever goal oriented or whatever. But I think sometimes we forget, wow. It's crazy that I get in the car every day and I drive to a television studio. I mean, it's it's E, but still, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and you know, Joan Rivers is like, 
Dennis, that was so hilarious, and she gives you a hug. Joe I don't know if I've you. I don't know if I've ever really gotten a full on hug. Not to be not to like ruin the story or anything. Well, then but... you really you should be sad then. But I should be thrilled <laughs> then. No, Joe Jones. I'm sure she's hugged you. Um, maybe a little. I mean, she. I know we have a. You know, she's right. fond and respects me. And... But you know, she fucking adores you. She thinks you're goddamn hilarious. Well, no, I get that. So yeah, but no, I don't but have. You're, you're certain of that, right? You have. You know that you start doing these jokes and you watch her just fall out. Yes, but I will tell you every every week at that table read, I'm nervous. Like I want to do. You well. You really shouldn't be. I'm nervous. I, mean, I want to glad... do well, and I get and I think like, oh fuck, I don't have enough for that one, or I get nervous if every time. If it's nervous excited nervous then okay but if it's yeah. nervous like my job's on the line i really need to deliver you then you're crazy because she fucking loves you and she even said she goes god i wish i could do more of dennis's jokes because they're so funny but, but they're, they're so long, long yeah, and she's, she's so she has a hard time with that because well, you know, it's been the night exactly and she was like god i really feel i hope dennis doesn't feel like no, she told god, me that i you know yeah. i and thought I, she liked that joke because she goes i literally have to cut them Sometimes because I just, I can't remember, yeah. I can't do that many long jokes in the show. There's no time to prep, yeah. but she just loves them. Well, no, I get that feeling and stuff. And yeah. usually there's a moment early on in the table thing where something happens and people laugh and the tension's broken, but it's a little bit like, Oh, you really shouldn't. I think it's good yeah. to be on your if toes it, that oh, way. Oh, that, that, yes. You know, and you, you know. Oh, I still, I'm driving up the hill to her house and I still feel like, Well, that, like there was a week or two today? ago where you're like, fuck, I can't, this show, I can't yeah. make it. Yeah, so um, I think that's just normal. So it's good but, to care, but yeah, but so anyway, so, cool so it's about kind your of like friend. movies and more. Like, let's you know all the couch potatoes. I know all we really do on this podcast is complain, and I'm sure that's all you do in your lives. But you know, coming from me of all people, yeah, let's today take a moment, George, turn the treadmill down a little <laughs> bit, and and think about. You know what? You got your ass to that treadmill today. That's true. And that does, and I know, you know, that that's good. And there's a lot of, you know, I have fucking, I don't have any, as much as I joke about my family, I haven't had to go, you know what I mean? My parents aren't dead like yours. That's true. But no, I mean, but seriously, no, like I haven't had to watch, you know, there's not a lot of like terrible tragedy yeah. and there's a lot to be grateful for. That's all I'm saying. I love it. So now, whatever. how did your friend beat the cancer? Did they just they operate? They poured her like an apple, and then was they she literally okay just cut it all out. And she goes, "My mother died of cervical. Cervical's tough." Yeah, she said, "I don't even feel like I should be able to say I had cancer because, truthfully, I never had a symptom. They caught it, right? And then I went the in. I went in the weekend after the cruise, and I had this operation where they just cut all of these organs out." And I've never, I never had chemo. I never had to do wow. meds. I never had it. So really, she goes, I didn't have any of the bad things that people go through. <laughs> you know, but she can't have children, which was something that was, you know, she struggled with. Yeah, no, it's a big deal to go through that. But that's... it's a huge thing. And I've, and it, you know, I, her bravery and as much as she acts like it was no big deal, that's a huge thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I. All right, what else? That's cool. Um, so the other, the other um, OK Cupid guy yes. was uh, nice and looked like his pictures, but I don't think it's a love match. Okay. But we did bond over the Partridge Family. He was Christ obsessed with the Partridge Family, and I did perform the monologue from "Doesn't Somebody Want to Be Wanted." 
with David Cassidy. You know what? That was a lot of words that don't mean anything to me. <laughs> he has a monologue in the middle of that song. Don't know it. And it goes, you know. I don't want to hear it. I'm no different from anybody else. Oh, boy. I start each day and I end each night. But it gets really lonely when you're all alone. Now, where is love? And who is love? I got to know. And then the chorus God comes back Dennis. in. That's like a boring haiku. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I did it so unabashedly. No, that's good. I'm and glad you know, you know what? it, I, I guess. I took the appropriate pauses. I wasn't sure. going to fucking... No. I can feel you shutting down. You're selling it. I'm selling it. You know what? Sure. Keep that's selling right. it. That's right. That's why we have 20-something listeners. Um, So um, if you go on the Huffington Post... Or the Huff Post, or as my old uh, insane boss used to call it, the Huntington Post, um, and that was his dream was to always get the dish something some clip on the Huntington Post. Who's who said Ed? That? He called it the. Huntington he thinks Post? it's the Huntington Post, wow. and he was always like, you know, Shit. we need to get a clip. We've had a clip on Perez Hilton. Now we just need to get a clip on the Huntington Post. That'll really be good for us. And we're all looking around like, well, you really should know what it's called. If yeah. You know. Anyway, That's crazy. so um, the Huntington Post, Alec Baldwin. Wrote an open letter to Charlie Sheen. Yes. Have you read it? No. I think it's amazing, and so I'm going to read it for you now, and I'm not even going to try to sound like Alec Baldwin. Okay. Um, Dear Charlie, you can't win. Really, you can't. When executives at studios and networks move up to the highest ranks, they're given a book. The book is called How to Handle Actors. And one principle held dear in that book is that no actor is greater than the show itself when the show is a hit. And in that regard, they're often right. Add to that fact, um, add to that the fact that the actor who is torturing their diseased egos is a drug-addled, porn star squiring, near Joycean internet ranter, and they really want you to go. Granted, it didn't get real until you insulted them, and your suit may have real grounds, but you know what you should do? Take a nap, get a shower, call Chuck. Go on Letterman and make an apology. Write a huge check to the Binet Breath. And then beg for your job back. Your fans demand it. You will never win because when you are as big a douchebag as some of these guys are, they have no choice but to snuff you. Did you secretly want to get snuffed so that you can go back and what? Make movies? Sober up, Charlie, and get back on TV if it's not too late. This is America. You really want to piss off Chuck and Warner Brothers and CBS? Just beg for America's forgiveness. They will give it to you. And then go back. You're a great television star, and you've got the gig. As I learned from closely observing Tony Bennett so that I could impersonate him on SNL, this is supposed to be fun. Oh, and P.S., buy Cryer a really nice car. I love that letter. It's fantastic. Yes. It's, and it comes from Alec Baldwin, who knows. Yes. Like, who's been enough crazy enough. and Right. That's great. I, really... I like, also, I like the word squiring. I yeah. want to bring that back. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I like... I'm going to use that in an article or something. For sure. Squire. I love and buy John Cryer a really nice yes, car. Get it. Like, like yeah. It's, well, I think. Because John Cryer has kind of been very. He's really laid low. And then yeah. now this week, Charlie called him a turncoat and a traitor. Yeah. So now he's turning it. He's acting victimized that he hasn't been supported by John Cryer. What the fuck is John Cryer supposed to do? Yeah, he had, John Cryer hasn't been supported by Charlie Sheen. It goes to well, both yeah, fucking ways. and also Charlie Sheen is enough of a big star character persona that sadly he could leave Two and a Half Men and he could get another show on a network yeah. next season. 
See, I don't Whereas watch that John show. Pryor, I don't think he's that amazing of a no, talent. No, he's not. But the point is, now he's such a giant. He's Snooky. He's such an, a personality type that just putting him in a show is going to get eyeballs. But isn't he on that Life's Too Short list now with like Faye Dunaway? and? I don't know what Life's Too Short. It's like where, okay, they bring something, but Life's Too Short to deal with their shit. Um, like, uh, maybe. like I have, you know, my, our two and a half men is the number one, but it's number one sitcom on the air. Yeah, I guess so. It I mean, makes I don't so many it. billions of dollars that I don't know if life is, t- I mean, you're in the television business Yeah, and he's an asshole or whatever, but he, he's a star of the, the highest yeah, rated, like for now for sure. So, you know, I just never thought he was like a comic genius no. or, you know, and like, it's not even that great. Of, yeah. I think it's fascinating that, you know, what was your Chuck Lorre you did the worked show for Roseanne and Roseanne fired him because well, he wasn't Roseanne, funny. Roseanne fires everybody. She's not, she's on the life's too short list. Um, yeah, maybe. Now well, you did a two and a half man episode. What I was did. your Charlie Sheen? Experience? He was the nicest person on the set. Actually, John Cryer was very nice, but like he's like Mr. Cellophane. Yeah. I mean, he really he's standing right there next to you. And you, you don't even feel his presence. Do wow. you know what I mean? And then when the cameras come on, I mean, he delivers, and he's a nice, solid, decent guy. But, you know, Charlie Sheen was, like, the cheerleader on the set and clearly the leader and, like, hey, everybody, and how's the kids and blah, 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 and how was your weekend? Did you take the boat out? Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's, yeah. like, that guy's guy and, you know, coming in with a cigar and all the Teamsters and crew all love him. And, you know, it was – he was the king of that. Soundstage. Love it. And super, super, super nice to me. We only had like one little scene together, but the, he was always following me around all week. And I was keeping my head down and my yeah. mouth shut just trying to not get fired. Right. And I, you know, I told you this that by like the third day, he was always next to me, like as if I was fun. And I turned to him and I was like, you know, Charlie, I don't have any weed. Yeah. And he laughed. Yeah. Like he was a cool guy. Right. The one that was the bitch was Holland Taylor, the mom. Yeah. Not nice. She, after the table read, um, pulled me aside and goes, I just want you to know I think it's brilliant that you have chosen to do your hair in that ridiculous way for the show this week. And I go, this is my regular hair. I'm not. And she goes, oh, well, then that's unfortunate. And she turned and walked away. Wow. Like, really mean. Wow. Like, really, really mean. We got to bring her down on Fashion Police, although she's not a. And big... she's a lesbian. Is she? Yeah. Which right. I didn't know. Wow. But I guess it's not a secret. Here I am telling things on the wow. podcast. We get sued, shut down, beep, beep, canceled. Right on. Um. So, yeah, what's on your uh, post-it? Um, I t- said I'm going to Gay Ski Week. I've been waffling about it, Um. but I was about to go to bed, and I looked at my vision board, and it said, be there, do that. And I thought, you know what? Christ. I'm doing it. I'm going to fucking right. go. Well, here's the other thing. Like, I love this Fashion Police gig, and yeah. – I feel like it could go if it ever were to go away. When it goes away, yeah. like I got to do this shit now while I can do it. You yeah, have you saved I, any money? Spending, huh? Have you saved any money? I haven't spent a ton of it, but I no. But have you saved money? Um, I've been putting some away, but also I have some a few credit cards that got to be paid off from. Right. All so. I've been doing is paying off credit card. I have yeah. not saved a penny yet. Yeah. So I you know. So and we I, need this to continue. It needs to keep going. So Joe needs to stay alive. Um. So, so Joan and Melissa, Joan Knows Best, yes. got the pickup for season two, ten episodes, That's up great. from six episodes. And uh, they're introducing a new character next season. Do you know who it is? I have a feeling. Tony, the hilarious gay writer. And Joan told me that my character is going to be constantly 
uh, writing really filthy and mean jokes for Joan to say. And Joan is always like, I can't say that America will hate me. So like a lot of like Zsa, Zsa Gabor amputation jokes right. and just mean, kind of like just what the way like it me is. in real life like yeah. I really do yeah so That's we're bringing so reality fun. back to reality TV are you going to live in the house ha- are you going to be in the house and you're, are you going to fuck the nanny or anything um, like that not as far as I know all right but when are they know. starting that I don't know That's neat That's fun Yeah so I love it. You know. um, speaking of reality TV, I listened to Stern, Howard Stern this oh, week. We got to talk about this. And Kathy Griffin was on there and talking all about um, banging Isaiah Mustafa. I talked to my little brother today, and he was like, "What is up? Is that for real?" It sounded like he for goes, real. "I kind of think it might be real." I think it. I think because she went into detail about like, I mean, Howard's always pushing for more details about you know how they first hooked up and does, does he, he like ask how big and, is his dick and stuff? Yeah, stuff like that. And she. She she demurs defers I don't even know demurs some of it, like she but she's giving enough to let you know that it happened and but this went no to there but and, couldn't she just be giving enough to make it seem like it happened? I listened to it and I thought oh they're they're screwing they're a couple, but also but not like maybe you know because gonna run off and get married but they he's been out on the town with a bunch of like yeah. Nev Campbell and a bunch of other like sort of starlady types. And when he did the dish, which was not long ago, yeah. he had a fiance that he had a baby with. Yeah. And I wonder if, you know, he made that huge production deal with NBC. Yeah. And got like a big agent like CAA or something. I wonder if they were like, look, here's our plan. We need you to be seen with a lot of women and be in the tabloids. It just turns you into a bigger celebrity. And. It helps us sell you. And, you know, they may have, like, Nev Campbell's got Scream 4 coming up, so be in the tabloids with her and these other actresses that are maybe needing some press, too. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. It doesn't I think feel... It sounds like a real relationship. Not like, you know, they're going to run off and get married, but it yeah. sounded like a real thing. And that was like, oh, Isaiah. Yeah. She shouldn't get to tap that. I'm she sorry. She looks terrific. Kathy looks great. Um but um, yeah, it's weird. Should I tell the story? I don't care. I don't remember which the one. Joan thing. So Kathy's doing her Broadway show. It actually opened last night. And oh, she's right. doing it for eight nights, um, which is a really clever idea. The show is called Kathy Griffin wants a Tony. Eight nights is the minimum. You have to do eight performances in order to get no- be eligible for a nomination. She for sure will get a nomination from it. She'll get to go to the Tonys and probably present. Well, you know, I it's... think there's only they do that special category special. Right. It was when it was, but it's like her. Colin Quinn did a sh- has. I might still yeah. be. Yeah. In other words, there has to be enough people to merit that category or something. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she'll get it. I didn't think it was a slam dunk in terms. I of... I think it's a slam dunk. Okay, I'm not I sure. Do. Yeah. Um, and I don't think there have to be. I think there maybe there's only three nominees for this category instead yeah. of five or something. I think they. I feel like they invented the category. Because if there was ago. only because you know, know Will Ferrell did the George Bush thing and. Yeah, it's all those anyway. But hers is just her stand-up. It's not even like it's different. Yeah, but um, she has a really funny opening bit where she comes out and she tells her first joke, and then she coughs and says she needs a drink of water. And a, then a famous person walks on stage, pour, with a glass and a pitcher, pours a glass of water, and then leaves. So opening night last night was Anderson Cooper. 
Was he and there? He's not in Japan or, you know. I don't know. That's what, the, that's yeah. what Joan said. Okay. Um, as of Thursday, it was going to be. And yeah. Joan is doing it next Friday. And the gag is like, this is the, this huge celebrity is Kathy's assistant. Yeah. It's sort of the gag. It's fun. But Joan is like, well, what can I do? I want to do something that would be fun that would maybe surprise Kathy. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, she was like, so I need you to help me think of ideas. And I said, well, the funniest thing would be bring out James Gandolfini. Yeah. And go, here's your Tony. Now stop fucking bitching yeah. and leave and just leave James Gandolfini there awkwardly and uncomfortable standing next to Kathy Griffin. That would be hilarious. But, you know, I don't know if you can even get James Gandolfini. And then Adele, the makeup girl who knows nothing of our history with Kathy Griffin goes, or she could just bring you out because that would be really funny. And I'm inside going, oh, God, Adele, you have no idea how not funny it would be <laughs> if Joan Rivers brought me out <laughs> as a surprise to Kathy at the opening of her show and her face cracks and falls off. <laughs> and no nomination. And, and no one in the audience knows who I am. So anyway, so now, now one of my jobs is I have to try to think of a funny thing that Joan and Kathy Griffin can do. And it's just surreal and... You know, it is what it is. But I do go. know that at some point this year, Dennis, you and I are going to be in the room with Joan and Kathy at the same time. It's going to happen. I think you're more likely to than I We're going to be at, you know, dinner or the, some Wednesday night we'll have the writers yeah. meeting and Kathy's going to swing by and it's going to be weird yeah. and trapped and horrible. Yeah. Well, we'll see. So there's that. Um, so on, next Sunday, I'm doing this. Um, there's a guy in my spinning class. You're not class. at Gay Ski Week? I come back that morning. Um, so there's a guy in my spin class who does, uh, who's producing this out loud uh, benefit at LifeWorks. It's like a stand-up Oh, it's thing. the one that I'm not invited yes. to be in. And when he was telling me about it, I was like- I did it a I, couple years ago. Yeah, and I was going to, I didn't know the whole, whole story of it. And I was going to say, well, have you done your lineup? Cause you, and then he started telling me who was in it. And I was like, oh, it's all Tony's least favorite people. So I'll just, yeah, I'll ask him about it later, but I'm not going to push too hard. Who was the lineup? All I know, well, it's like Jason Stewart's organizing mm -hmm. it and Ant and- you know, I don't know. Those are, <laughs> once they got to there, I was like, "Oh, maybe you know." I don't know. But I was wondering if you knew anything about it. I'm coming back and I'm doing like little, some little red carpety interviews. Um, it's a really fun I've show. I've done it twice. Yeah, um, and have not been asked back. That's weird. And I don't know why. I think I'm just not famous. I think it's you know it's a charity event. They need famous people like Ant yeah. that. Or a draw that will um, get people to get their checkbooks out. Yeah, and yes, it was Ann and Jason Stewart that I had the three-way with. Fine, you got it out of me. Well, guess what? I'm not jealous anymore. Um. <laughs> so there's that. But anyway, yeah. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But, um, you know. The guy that asked me is nice and supportive. And no, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I, you know, I did. I did it with Alec Mappa and Judy Tenuta and Scott Thompson and Coca Peru. Yeah. Um, Judy Tenuta is one of those names that keeps coming up. Like you get pitched her about different things. Like they were talking about fashion police and all of that. She's yeah. one of those people that never like went back to school and became a therapist or opened a laundromat. Like she's never gone to Plan B. No. And <laughs> What are you saying, Dennis? Well, no, it's just kind of. Well, she's like older. She's like fifties. Uh -huh. 
Sure. I don't know. It's kind of like, oh. <laughs> there you are. Yeah. If you're accordion. Well, like our friend Julie Brown, who's brilliantly funny, but she yes. writes as well. She's written like stuff for Disney yeah. and all Camp that. Rock. Like she's diversified. And, um, you know, yeah. so there's that with the Tenuta. Her name comes up a lot. Um, we got a fun email that I want to read. Let's it's from, serve it up. It's from Tori in D.C. Okay. And um, it's a couple weeks ago she sent it, but it's entitled Elements of a Good Friendship, and it just makes me laugh. It's, uh, and she just made a really great observation. When I listen to your show, I'm struck by right, how First of all, I love different... that it's a show. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. I'm struck by how different you are. Dennis goes to Vegas and then and rhapsodizes about a pinball, pinball machines for 10 minutes. So something. Fucking great. Tony goes to a six-year-old's birthday party and comes back with a water sports story. <laughs> Dennis freaks out about the Partridge family bus, oh, and Tony that. jumps in with a spirited Jew faggot rift. <laughs> Where do your enthusiasms meet? Honey badger, cheese crisp, and jeans shopping, the oh. firm basis of a friendship. And I First think of all, that gene is, shopping is yeah. people. Uh, Tom, who he it's had a universal, a universally loathed, yeah. necessary evil. We've really tapped into something there. Yeah, but go finish. Your no, thought. that's I'm it. Sorry. So it's just I love Tori. Yeah. She makes such brilliant observations, and it's true. We uh, are we're best friends, and and disagree on quite a lot. But don't like the term besties. I don't like it. Not in, I've never heard it used here, but somebody yeah. was like, oh, she's my bestie. I don't like it. Yeah, no, don't me like neither. It. I don't know why. No, I, I prefer unless, the word squired. Not unless me and my bestie are going to have lunch at, <laughs> what's Tender Greens called? Faggot? Slender Queens. Slender Queens. <laughs> I like it. I, yeah, I don't know. Um, this is very exciting. Brett Friedman, who is the founder of Dr. He's Kiss. He's Dr. Kiss himself. Has yeah. given us some Dr. Kisses to give away. And I have a thought about how we can do that. Great. We have a Facebook page for the Comedy Couch that we keep forgetting to talk about. Okay. So if you go on our Facebook page and like us, uh, how about we say at the end of March, we'll we'll find everyone that likes us, and I'll put our their names in a thing, and we'll pick out ten people that like us. And they can win a Dr. Kiss. Okay. Well, let's make it nine because I'm going to keep one. Okay. And um, by the end of March, whoever's it, on there. What yeah, do you think? Well, maybe. Okay. We can't take callers. Well, we could take emails. That's true. People could write us an email uh, just begging for a Dr. Kiss. This is what normally happens in, in um, oh, yeah, we really have a contest, right? Yeah. It should be, I feel like it should be more active and we'll read. It has to be, I think, people should tell their most embarrassing right. uh, three-way story. Or whatever story. Because some people don't have a three-way story. Well, then, you know what? Then you can buy yourself a fucking chopstick. <laughs> if you've got a three-way story, then I'd say it's safe that all of the couch potatoes do. I say, no, let's say it's a, a story that would, be a, that, would, that would be a great story to hear on the comedy couch. Okay, great. That's and good we'll do, and So what do we, why don't we do this? We can do both. We can, we can, because that way we get people on our Facebook page, which Look, is good you for us. Assholes, just fucking like us on Facebook and tell your friends about us. That yes. goes without saying. And we'll def- decide how we're going to divide up the Dr. Kisses. Yeah. As we uh, do that, because we usually discuss that in the pre production meetings that never oh, happen. Oh, yes, our big pre pro. <laughs> sure. Pre- so that's it. Send us an email with a story that would the be. TheComedyCouch at gmail.com. A story that would be right at home on The Comedy Couch. Yeah. Uh, Preferably that's embarrassing be. to you. Yes. And, and we, you can 
Take out the names. Yes. Um, so there you go. And then but also like us on Facebook. You'll have to send the address in the email so that we'll know how to mail you yeah. Dr. Kess. And just this week I learned how to um, – because I on the Facebook page I update when a new podcast is up. But I've learned how from Debbie Praver how to send an email to people that says a podcast is up. Great. I create an event of it. I make it an event. It is an, event. an event. This is a goddamn new podcast. event. Um. Yeah, so there's that. My mother and my father have called just in the past 20 minutes while we've been doing this podcast, so that ain't going to be good. Uh-oh, something going down? No, I'm sure it's do just... We need, so we probably need to wrap I'm it up I'm sure anyway. it's, you know, do great with Joan yeah. tomorrow. Kind of That's all nonsense. good. Um, I have I'm a Katy Perry interview that I have to write. I, that's exciting. I interviewed her for this Canadian magazine, which is called Fashion, and they're the one kind of freelance gig i still get and uh but that's so funny like i used to like write big stories for big magazines but the access would be like you'd sit down with somebody and have lunch and talk to them Mm -hmm. now it's literally emailing questions emailing questions to amanda seyfried yeah amanda seyfried it's not like you know i emailed questions to beyonce right because she's super busy beyonce right but um at least i got katie perry on the phone for 15 minutes and uh, she was fun, energetic, you know. It's one of those interviews, though, where you, you're talking, and you know you don't have very much time, and you ask a question, and they go off on this long, boring thing about right. Facebook, and the tour's going to be interactive, and you're like, no, and you just feel the clock going, <laughs> you know. So, yeah. uh, But she was fun and lively, and I really like her. I like That's her great. songs. Yeah, I like her a lot. Um, I told her, you know, I have a friend who um, – listens to the podcast to uh firework is his new theme song because you know he's changing jobs and stuff like that and and i said you know your song's very inspiring to a lot of people And she goes thank you i feel like i'm doing the right thing when i'm singing that song that's sweet right yeah i guess and you know who needs to take a page out of her book is (laughs) j-lo because Katy perry may not be the best vocalist but her songs right are catchy and of the moment well there's and j-lo cannot come up with a good song to save her life but also, J-Lo is really always trying to be cool. Yes. And Katy Perry is, you feel like she's having the funnest time of her life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I kissed a girl and I liked it. It's just like this dorky, almost nerd yeah. song. And But she just is laughing and having so much fun with it that that's what's so infectious about it. She said something. Whereas J-Lo is very calculated. Yeah, and, and she cannot come up with a catchy song. Yeah. Um, so um, Britney. I hate all of Britney's songs from like the past decade it's just like ugh. not toxic toxic well, classic is that from the last decade yeah 2003 oh okay well then let's i'll say no, five toxic. years from the no, last five maybe, years maybe just, not 2003 might not have been yeah toxic, no i think maybe I don't 2001 know. but um katie perry i said to her i was talking about her fashion sense you know mm. and uh and she said well she goes i like to have fun and i you know if i i put on whatever i feel like in the morning and she goes I don't feel like I can reach all of the my fans and stuff every day personally, but I feel like if I represented my something about how what she wears, if it can make them smile, because she thinks her job is to make people smile, and I was like, that's a really mm-hmm. lovely way to look at your persona, like she and she does, and it's cool that she thinks that. So anyway, I went off on a little Katy Perry. Bromance yeah, I with mean, her. Seriously, I know, Kumbaya. right? Ah. Making people smile. Ah. I'm into Idol this season. Watching it uh, with Brett and Danny and the gang. Yeah, yeah. There's some good people. 
I um, there it's a really talented group. I feel like the guys are better than the girls. Um, There's a I'm couple of girls think. that I like, but I like Pia. on the whole, I feel like the guy group was just stronger. Pia's got that powerhouse kind of diva mm-hmm. voice, and she's smart because in the interviews and stuff, she wears glasses and glams it down. Yeah, which is so smart. Right. Um, you need those girls to not hate you. Yes, for being too perfect. Uh, and she's tried out a bunch before and not made it. Melissa which... Rivers had a very interesting observation. She said she was talking to J-Lo's sister. Um, and uh, it's tough this year because all the kids are so media savvy. They all came in with their stories and their bullet point, their talking yeah. points. And it's like there's not a lot of molding yeah. to be done. There's really not going to be a lot of progress from the beginning of the season to the end. Like yeah. how they came in is how they're going to, um, you know, there's not going to be – like a Kelly Clarkson who came in in that awful denim yeah. jumpsuit and, she never and wore then makeup and left she kind so of like cool a lady. Beans. Like it yeah. really, you know. Um, yeah. So that's kind of an interesting thing. That's for sure. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this up. We're I hope everybody is up. Uh, is watching uh, Oprah Behind the Scenes. It's now I'm a moved few to behind. Sunday nights. God, it's just. What's the last one you saw? It's just amazing. Tell there's the Octomom oh. one. I'm Susie surprised Orman she attacks. got the Octomom on there because I feel like. That's a little like. Well, she did it because she was broke, and she had Susie Orman go through her, her finances and find out that she actually got paid so much when the babies first come, they all could have lived comfortably the rest of their lives, yeah. and she pissed it all away. And Susie Orman kicks the shit out of her and is like, "Lie, lie, lie!" to her. Wow. And um, all the producers like, "We can't air it, Oprah. It's too mean. It's too mean." And Oprah's like, "I didn't think it was mean at all. Like it's just." I'm Oprah. surprised the Oprah <laughs> had her on. But if she did have her on, I'm not at all surprised that she lets Oprah, her. Yeah, Oprah was like, I think she was asking for it. Yeah, like, I think Oprah hates her. Totally disconnected yeah, from sure. every other person on the staff, yeah. which was kind of fascinating. I also was surprised Meredith Baxter got a whole hour on the 25th season. Right. That is, but yeah. there you go. Uh, I didn't even watch it either. I did. It was all right. Well, you know. She's a handsome woman. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, we love you for listening. Make sure you find our uh, sponsor, Dr. Kiss, That's the right. world's greatest lip balm. You can find that at VanityMark.com. And if you'd like to win one of nine available Dr. Kisses. <laughs> I think Kisses, we could probably get another one, too. Well, I don't know. Uh, then uh, send your most humiliating, embarrassing story uh, to us at thecomedycouch at gmail.com. And all entries must be received by the end, end of, of March. March. Let's do that. And also yes. uh, like us on Facebook. We Please may give do. it to you that way too. Tell your friends. All right. We love you for listening. And, we will uh, talk to you. Oh, the Dennis Hensley five pack on filmbaby.com. Filmbaby.com. They need to move some units. That's right. That's right. All right, bitches. We love you for listening. We'll talk okay. to you next week. Bye. Bye.